California Angel, part one. Standing quietly on the beautiful shores of Hermosa Beach, Los Angeles, City of Angels, California. With my heavy brown eyes gazing out into the yonder like a helpless deer staring down into the mesmerizing beaming headlights of a fast approaching car, irrevocably awaiting its inevitable and ultimate demise. Just me, alone, in my big brown billabong jacket, with the buttons unbuttoned and all loose and let out. And with my long black hair all wavy and disheveled and brushing up against my lonesome, tiresome, tan, 22-year-old Latino face. And my weary limber arms hanging perfectly down at my side. And my torn up blue jeans slightly sanded and rolled up over my submerged ankles. I closed my baggy brown eyes and quietly listened to the sound of the great Pacific Ocean. That beautiful, mammoth spectacle of an ocean. As it rocked back and forth with rhythm and gentle soothing motion all the way across, far, far across the golden red and blue California horizon, and all the way out to God's glorious and everlasting kingdom in heaven. Just standing there, waiting and listening and waiting and listening, anticipating the rumbling of the crashing waves against the hard wet sand before me, feeling the cold, cold water spreading thin over my cold bare feet, and embracing the cold shivering pulse shooting up through my cold, cold shivering body. Man, oh man, did it do a number on me. I opened my eyes, my candor, hopeful eyes, and I bowed my tired but resilient head down and watched closely as cold, cold water bubbled and foamed and cleared around my exposed ankles, dissipating into the soaked sand and returning to the Pacific Oceana goddess of the American West. So, what do you think, Danny boy, said Alexi, as I watched the big round orangey red sun descending into the fluorescent California horizon. This certainly is heaven, I uttered, with happy little tears trailing out of my glossy eyes and down past my cold tan cheeks. I turned to Alexei and immediately noticed that his usually playful, upbeat, happy-go-lucky and carefree composure, the Alexei that I knew growing up, had now shifted into a sadder, more questionable and melancholy one. And then he said in a very serious tone, you know why you're here, Danny boy. We looked into each other's eyes just as the sun drew out its final gleam of bright red and orange light, turning almost purple in the reflection of the glittering blue waves. It took a moment or two, maybe three, maybe even four, to say something back to him. Well, to me that is, because Alexei isn't standing there in a long black blazer, a loose white shirt, blue jeans, and navy blue converse, with bushy black hair and a tan as dark as mine. You see, he isn't there, or here, or anywhere really, at least not on this earth, not anymore. And he never was this entire time on my long, weary, unavoidable trip to California. A trip that was intended for the both of us to venture. A trip we had promised each other a long time ago. He's simply a manifestation inhabiting my conscience. One that I created for my own survival after his passing. And I know this now. Now, at the conclusion of what became a reluctant spiritual journey to the elusive Pacific West. Or whatever the hell that means. But I played along with my optimistically curious thoughts, hoping that I would wake up from this long, long dream to find myself back home in my bed in my room and waking up to the ring of my phone and picking up to hear Alexi's voice on the other end, telling me he's coming over to see me like he did in the good old days when he was alive and all was well back in South Florida in my hometown of Miramar. And it was only months ago that that would be doable and true without question. But now I inhabit a plane of existence where Alexi doesn't exist, at least not in the physical sense. And that has changed everything in my world because we had built a world together and one that required for each of us to exist in it in order for it to make any goddamn sense. So 
I gave it another moment as a cold December California breeze picked up and then reluctantly answered back to the encapsulated vision that is my best friend Alexi in a soft, sad, single breath. I'm here to say goodbye to you, to all the years together, to all our dreams. The vision of Alexi gave my painfully unhappy but affirming response an empathetic half-smile behind the look of reasonable longing, but also with the slightest rendition of sorrowful joy and soulful confirmation coming from his big, dark brown eyes, as if he was reassuring me with his handsome face that it was the right thing for me to say, that it was time for us to go our separate ways. And then he answered back to me very softly, very warmly, almost angelically if you believe that sort of thing. He said, everything will be okay, Danny boy. And I believed it. I believed him, Alexi, my best friend, my California angel. That is the end of part one to my book, California Angel. Um, I'll be posting part two soon. Thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Cheers.